Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. How do we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world? How do we resolve the anxiety and uncertainty of the pandemic and the celebration of Christmas? Charles Ortloff and I have been sharing some stories of those who have traveled this road of uncertainty and struggle before. After four weeks of preparation, Christmas is finally here, and our Advent journey is coming to an end. What have we done to help us celebrate Christmas this year? Well, we haven't talked about baking any cookies, where to get the best deal on a flat-screen TV, or the prospects of being with our extended family this year, as enjoyable as these all are. We've talked about the inner gifts of Christmas, hope, joy, peace, and love. We've heard four powerful stories from people who came before us. We heard from Eddie Hillesum, who, while in a Nazi death camp, held on to the contradiction of hope and hopelessness. If we are truly present to life, there is a contradiction. If you love me, God, why don't you do things my way, we say. Holding on to this contradiction, not resolving it in our minds, but letting it open our hearts, we let go of our agendas about life, our hopes and dreams, and we live into God's hope of Christ for the world. We've heard from Julian of Norwich, a counselor from the Middle Ages in England, who was the very picture of joy, ending her conversations with people who came to see her with the words, and all will be well, and every kind of thing will be well. Knowing how all things will end, we win. We can relax, smile. Nothing is life and death anymore, not even life and death. We've heard from soldiers on the front line, Christmas 1914 in World War I. For one wonderful night, they dropped their weapons and went out into no man's land to celebrate together. They raised the question, who really is my enemy? Having enemies, we have fear. We lack peace in our hearts. Can we stop treating others or the circumstances of our lives as our enemies, even for a moment? God comes to us in all things, even that which at first we might say, here's my enemy. Can we find inner peace in every person we meet? in every event of our lives. And now this week, we've considered the Spafford family who in the midst of loss and grief found God's abundant loving presence. Like David writing in Psalm 23, they walked through the darkest valley of life and found God there. Their hearts were filled with love, overflowing with love, and they gave themselves to serving and loving those in need. We think we will find God in the plenty of life, but there is a wisdom in knowing that God is also in scarcity and suffering, 
maybe even more so there. So Charles, in view of all of these themes we've talked about this month, how do you want to conclude our preparations for Christmas? What's your story about Christmas? My last thoughts about Christmas this year revolve around finding God's love in everything, even the most commonplace and unexciting. I remember a Christmas from my childhood when my dad and I shared a bag of nuts and candy. Strange, huh? Well, back in the olden days when I was a kid, the children led Christmas Eve worship and told the story of Jesus' birth. To bribe us kids into doing this, we all received a small bag of candy, a variety of nuts, and one red apple. It definitely was a bribe for me as a little six-year-old kid. I really struggled in any setting of hundreds of people without my mom and dad right next to me. But I made it through the service, and I got my little brown bag and went back home where we opened our presents. I don't remember the presents. I'm sure they were all wonderful. But I so clearly remember my dad and I eating the nuts and candy from my bag. Others in my family were off playing with their gifts while my dad and I had our quiet feast. Was my dad just being nice to get the candy and nuts? Well, maybe, but I think not. My dad had a way of finding things that he truly enjoyed, and that so did I. In sharing a common joy, I learned to really enjoy his company. His smile met my smile as we cracked one nut after another. His heart opened up to mine. The fondness of this memory isn't about eating nuts at all. It's about that loving relationship I found a Merry Christmas sharing my Christmas bag of nuts and candy with my dad. So to this Christmas, and tomorrow, and the next day, isn't about the externals of life. It's about paying attention to what is, and finding God's smile and heart in the most ordinary and simple events of life. So, Julie, how about you? How do you want to conclude our preparations for Christmas? What's your story? When I think about the love of Christmas, I remember a Christmas over 30 years ago when I was a young staff nurse at one of our local hospitals. I had to work that Christmas and didn't have enough days off surrounding the holiday to have enough time to spend with my parents while also making the four-and-a-half-hour drive to reach their home in Wisconsin. I was so sad as I anticipated celebrating Christmas alone and apart from my family. Then my best friend, Eileen, a wonderful friend I had met at our church, invited me to join her, her parents, and her siblings' families at her parents' home in a nearby town. I had never spent Christmas with anyone other than my family, but I was so excited and grateful to not have to be alone for Christmas. The day with them was so amazing. They treated me as an honored guest while also welcoming me in as if I was family. After a delicious meal, they had a gift for me under the tree and welcomed me into their games and laughter. I have never forgotten that day. I know how important family and blood relatives are. They are key people in our lives. But that Christmas, I learned that the definition of family was much broader and even more wonderful than I had ever imagined. When compassionate care for and connectedness 
connectedness with others is involved, that's family. That's love. That's Christ. And how about for you? What story comes to mind for you as you think about a meaningful Christmas that wasn't about externals, but was about loving relationships, even in the midst of suffering, hardship, and loneliness, the opposite of a Hallmark Christmas card? Let's think about that during our quiet moments together. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. Think of a Christmas from the past that was meaningful to you. What made it so? Things? Parties? The people you were with? It wasn't about what you wanted. It was about what was. Or maybe in having less things, did you have more of the inner gifts of hope, joy, peace, and love. Can you picture a Christmas this year with less in which you have more? We'll be back with you in about two minutes.
taking one more minute, holding on to your less this Christmas, paying attention to what is, can you experience God's more? I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. The message of Christmas is the incarnation. God became human. God, who is spirit, entered into human form as a little baby in Bethlehem that we might know and love God. So God comes to us in all of creation, in everything and everyone. God is everywhere, offering us gifts of hope, joy, peace, and love if we will only pause to look around and see for ourselves. It's Christmas Day, and though our Advent journey has ended, I invite you to continue to join me each week as new episodes are released on Mondays on your favorite podcast app. You can find Looking Within on the Gloria Day website as well. It's been such a pleasure to travel with all of you as you've had the chance to listen to some or all of the 12 Advent Looking Within podcasts. And it's been wonderful to travel with you as well, Charles. Thank you, Julie, for inviting me to join you on this Advent journey. I have gained so much from listening to those who came before us, struggling to celebrate in difficult times. Their voices continue to echo in my mind and in my heart. Rather than wishing you all a Merry Christmas, may I first and foremost wish you the eyes to see God in this day, every day, and in everything of your life. If we but see God, then all the rest is ours, the hope, the joy, the peace, and the love. Blessings to you all. Merry Christmas, everyone, and may the gifts of hope joy, peace, and love be with you today 
in the new year, and always. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I dot com slash lookingwithinpodcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. If you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Your financial contributions make this ministry possible. To give, visit gloria-day.com slash giving. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you next time.